Hello, hello, hello. And welcome back to the Dynasty Wonderland podcast. And I am the Mad Chatter Ryan MK. And I thank you for joining me. I really do. <clears throat> but, 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 but. I must apologize once again for the, for the hecticness. I'm not even sure that's a word. Surrounding the pod recently. I know, I know. Listeners, madcaps, you've, you've not gotten your normal pods the last couple of weeks, and, and the ones you do, you, you are getting, are not always on time. I understand. I just hope you all understand. It's been a rough couple of weeks. Like, I'm going to explain it this way. The wife and I, we have a saying that we can't be, both be crazy on the same days, meaning we're a really good team, uh, but it's best if, you know, we're not both stressed out, upset, got stuff going on at the same time. Because we're very good at being strong and supporting one another. And when we're both going crazy on the same day, got shit going on the same day, it's hard to have each other's back, you know, because we got our own shit going on. That's a pretty rare occurrence, but it does happen. And it just feels like that's what's happened to us. The DW pot, myself, and the salary captain, Aaron Stewart. Because normally, he has to dip out, or I have to dip out. The other one's got each other's back. But this week, these past couple of weeks, Aaron's on the IR with COVID, and then I had the knee, and then the car issue. And let me say, it's just the car issue. No excuses, but seriously. What a fucking pain in the ass, that whole situation. Because it's not just the, the finding of the new car. Because that's a pain in the ass, of, uh, uh, you know, in itself. But the amount of my free time that I devoted to this over the past, what is it now, week and a half or so? No, it's about two weeks. <laughs> the, I, the amount of time is insane because it's not just the car, which that entails plenty itself, trying to get the loan, going to check different car places, talking to people. And you know you're going to spend a few hours when you go. Then I also had to get transportation to and from work. A couple of those days doing Uber, that was a pain. (laughs) No, never again, let me tell you that. And then, of course, having to borrow some vehicles from friends. And then you have to worry about getting the vehicles back to that. It's just such a pain in the everything that went into the past couple of weeks. And on top of that, my knee is starting to act up a little bit more because there, there's still some flu. I still got some bursitis going on. So <sighs> good riddance to the past couple of weeks, huh? Goodness, goodness. And again, no excuses, because I had my opportunities. As a matter of fact, I did record a Monday recap Thursday night preview pod, but then a bunch of shit came out after I got done recording it. So I'm I'm like, okay, I'm either going to have to re-record that or add on to it. And then I just never got back to it. Luckily, that's because, well, fortunately, I should say, it's because I couldn't get to it because I was finalizing all the car stuff. So at least, at least... On my end, knee's still hurting a little bit, I'm not going to lie. But for the most part, on my end, I'm good to go. All the car stuff is settled. We've got everything. And we're, we're getting back into the new 
well, the normal routine again. So continue to bear with us. That all being said, no excuses. I'm going to be on it this week. I don't know when Aaron will be turn will be returning, but last I spoke to him, he he felt he was on the up and up on the May. So soon, Matt Caps. Bear with is my vape. I think my vape's out. Well, son of a bitch. Well, you know, things are supposed to be getting better. They'll get there. So again, no excuses. We're gonna rock and roll. Our buddy Aaron will return soon. Until then, I'm going to continue to hold down the fort. And this coming week, if he's going to miss more time, I will hold down the fort much more appropriately. But for now, speaking of the previous, previously mentioned, blah, 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 tongue twisting and talking crappy already, the Thursday night football. Now, on the pod I did originally record, I figured the Browns would still be okay. And I was kind of interested in Demetri Felton. And uh, really, the main thing you can say about the Thursday night game is it was the Dernus Johnson show, right? Dude went a little bit ahead. I got to re-pull up the stats. but And, you know, you look at dude's profile, and there's nothing really crazy about it. But when I was watching him, like, he was making some moves, making people miss. But, I mean, Case Keenum only threw for 199 yards and a touchdown. Touchdown went to the fullback, Stanton, somehow. And just like Baker, spread the ball around, right? Bunch of different Hooper, Landry, Beckham, uh, the running backs, Anthony Schwartz and Joku, Bryant. All getting, all getting targets. And also, just like Baker Mayfield, Case Keenum, <clears throat> really not connecting with Odell Beckham. So maybe it's an Odell Beckham and a Browns thing. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. But, uh, yeah, the big news for the Browns and for the game is Dernis Johnson, 146 yards rushing off of 22 attempts, one touchdown, Added a couple of catches for another 22 yards. So big day, big night, I should say. And, and not so much on the Broncos side. Um, I was hoping for a big game from Javonta Williams. Uh, and he did get a little over 50 all-purpose yards in a touchdown. He was the, the second most, well, tied for first, well, tied for first most targeted receiver for the Broncos. Him and Noah Fant, seven targets. Corlin Sutton, Tim Patrick right behind them with five apiece. So six catches, 32 yards and a touchdown, and 20 yards off of four carries of rushing, uh, while Melvin Gordon had eight carries for 18 yards. So twice the carries, two less yards than Javonta Williams. Uh, again, Denver quit being stupid. Give the ball to Javonta Williams. Let this dude get fucking rolling because once he does, he'll probably help you win fucking ball games. Dumbasses. I love Melvin Gordon. I say this every goddamn pot almost. I still love Melvin Gordon. I do. But he's not the player he once was, and he's not the fantasy asset he once was. Not even close. So do the right thing, Denver. 73. You know, you still use Melvin. 
we need to see a lot more of Mr. Javante Williams. He's just on fire. Not really on fire, because he's there. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Anyway, and you do got one. Teddy, 187 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Some thought eh, maybe we'd see Drew Locke at halftime. You have to wonder now. They're just not doing enough offensively with Teddy. They're just not. Now, there's a very real possibility Drew Locke comes in is not much better because he throws a bunch of fucking picks, but at least, at least, he should be getting the offense moving more because he's going to he's gonna sling that fucking ball. So, I don't know. We'll see. Broncos, once again, in need of a quarterback. Does that surprise anybody? No. No, not really. But the Browns get a win, and they keep it rolling. We'll see what uh, happens next week. We'll see what happens with Baker Mayfield. And uh, looks, you know, like Nick Chubb should be coming back next, next week. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Now let's get into week seven. Shall we? Let's get into week seven. Now, first of all, the bye weeks. <clears throat> Remember, I've been telling you all, about these goddamn bye weeks for week seven. Because we got Buffalo, Dallas, Jacksonville, the Chargers, the Vikings, the Steelers, all out. All out. No Josh Allen, no Stephon Diggs, no Amari Cooper, Zeke LA, Tony Pyle, Amari Cooper, Dak Prescott, Dalton Schultz, none. No James Robinson. No Austin Eckler. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. Dalvin Cook, Najee Harris, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, ah, gone, all of them this week. So hopefully you take our advice and you have good depth, right? And you should not have to worry so much about this week, right? Should be okay. Unless you're completely loaded on players from those specific teams. That's what we got going, going on, going on. And then a little infirmary news for the week. You got uh, Sammy Watkins and Latavius Murray out for Baltimore. So, Rashad Bateman. Yes, yes, yes. We will continue to root for that. And, uh, you know, you're going to have some Le'Veon Bell, some Devonta Smith, blast from the past running back group. For the Baltimore Ravens, Tyson Williams, healthy scratch last week. You imagine he'll get back in there. But uh, I'm looking at Rashad Bateman this week. That's right. Uh, let's see. Damian Williams out again for Chicago, which means another week of Khalil Herbert. I'll take that. T.Y. Hilton came back, had a good game last week. Now he's out again with a quad injury. And Kadarius Tony out with an angle injury. It's tough. It's tough. All right when he's starting to make some noise. And then the Bucks will be without Antonio Brown and, of course, Mr. Rob Gronkowski, the Gronkster. So you imagine, you know, Godwin Evans, they're going to get theirs, but I'm excited for some O.J. Howard. Mm-hmm. O.J. Howard. Had some catches last week and touchdown. Just saying. Not for nothing, my friends. Just saying, not for nothing. Not for nothing. 
but yes, that's what you got going with uh, people that will for sure be missing. And then uh, you got a list of questionable people, um, including a one Darren Waller who popped up on the injury report late with an angle injury. So if you want to check out the rest of my thoughts, when you get done listening to this, go check out the infirmary report written by yours truly on playerprofiler.com to help you make sure you know what you're doing with the injuries before the game starts. Okay. 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 So as far as what I'm looking forward to this particular week, I'm looking for some fireworks in a couple of games because the slate, the slate is uh, kind of blah this week, right? Got some games that looks like they could be some blowouts, some games that looks like they could be some stinkers. But I'm intrigued by a handful of things this weekend, and I do think we're going to get fireworks in a couple of games. Number one, Cincinnati at Baltimore. Baltimore has been on fire, okay? Yeah, they had the one week where they barely beat the Lions, but uh, the Lions play tough, people. They play tough. Aside from the running backs, not a and you know, Hawk, not a whole lot going on fantasy wise, and you know, Jared keeps going. Jared Goff keeps going at this rate. It takes some more away from those fantasy assets, but but assets, hmm. but but that's in the past, right? Because they kicks ass really. Right before then, since then, they've been on a roll. But I do think, even though it's in Baltimore, Cincy can give them a little bit of a challenge. Since he's got a solid D, they've been playing well. Now, I would like to see Burrow start opening it up more. Let's get T. Higgins more involved, Tyler Boyd. Nothing wrong with, you know, dialing in on Chase Young. I'm sorry. Jamar Chase, <laughs> Chase, yeah. Mm. Jamar Chase. That's a great combo, those two guys. But come on, make yourself even more dangerous. Get some T. Higgins, some Tyler Boyd involved. Let's fucking go. Some more CJ Zuma. Let's go. Zuma, Zuma, Zuma. But I think this is going to be a fun game. I think it's going to be high scoring if I'm doing some daily this is one of the games i'm looking at because while baltimore's defense has been able to do some stuff recently particularly against the chargers um we'll see what happens with the cincinnati team divisional game i'm excited though i think we're going to see a bit of a breakout from rashad bateman and uh, i think we're going to see close matchup I think we're going to, because I believe the Bengals to be on a serious rise. And, man, the Ravens just look, to me right now, say whatever you want. They look like one of the best damn teams in football, if not the best. You get enough out of the defense, and with that offense, anything's possible. And I know everybody's going to be like, hey, do it in the playoffs. Do it in the playoffs. We'll see We'll see what happens. But I'm digging 
what Baltimore's doing. And I'm probably avoiding the backfield. I mentioned all the injuries, so I'm likely avoiding that. But otherwise, yeah, give me a little bit of Bateman. Give me a little bit of Hollywood Brown, some Mark Andrews. You know they're going to roll. And again, Cincy. Let's see something besides Burrow, Mixon, and Chase. That's a good triplets right there. That's great. That's great. Let's get T more involved. Let's get Tyler more involved, right? Just saying. Not but nothing. Just one of the stupidest things. Anyway, also could see some fireworks in Tennessee. Tennessee. Titans taking on the Chiefs. And I do believe a couple of the worst defenses in the NFL should pave the way for a bit more high-scoring affair. Just like the Ravens and the Bengals. So, you know, play your studs from both sides. I do think if Julio sits... It's whatever. <laughs> I wish I could be more helpful, but it's just. You probably see a few targets go to Nick Westbrook at Cunning Newton to a few more to Ferguson. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't think it matters. Um, I mean, obviously, it matters in the sense if Julio plays, that helps Tennessee out tremendously. But I don't think it matters as far as if he doesn't play, who's really going to be benefiting most good. I don't think it matters. Don't think it fucking matters. Kansas City, you know, rumors out there about them getting some Marlon Mack. Let's see where that goes because I think that would be a great fit. Now there's a few teams that are interested in Carolina, New Orleans, a couple others. But the Chiefs, who, who would that be fun? So, I think we're going to get some fireworks in Baltimore and Tennessee, both those games in both those cities. That's right. I'm going to be littering my DFS lineups with players from those contests personally. Now, reminder, I am no DFS master. <laughs> but I am learning more this year. I'm learning more this year. So we're going on a journey together, <laughs> along with the captain whatever he returns still on the mend on that damn IR with that damn COVID's God damn COVID's okay anyway I'm also intrigued by the Philadelphia Las Vegas game I want to see what Hertz does in Vegas because <clears throat> there's been moments but overall you know just haven't quite seen enough it's one of those situations where I think he's really got to have a good second half of the season for the Eagles to not want to move on from him. And that's, that's nothing against him personally. Because I think he's got the potential. But he's got to bring it. Got to fucking bring it. And consistently, you know. It's like the first half last week was blah, and then they just fucking came alive. No, it needs to be like that all the way through, boys. Come on. But I imagine, you know, because Derek Carr is playing out of his fucking mind right now. 
So I do imagine they're going to be able to move the ball a little bit, put up some points, okay? Especially, um, you know, I'm digging me some fucking Brian Edwards this week. Especially, especially if Jerome Waller sits out. But yeah, let's see. Let's see this Eagles offense. Show me some more Jalen Hurts. Take over. Just fucking nail down that starting job. So you don't kind of worry about it. Let's go balling. Let's go. Break out a can of whoop-ass. Speaking of a can of whoop-ass, cans of whoop-ass will be served in Arizona, guaranteed. They're playing Houston. And I just think the Cardinals are going to do Cardinals things. Chase Edmonds is good to go. He's back off the injury list. Good to go wide receiver. They fully loaded. They're even getting some of their defense back. So this is going to be kind of a bitch slap. Yeah. The Cardinals, they like for real, for real. You know? And the Texans, not so much. But I would say keep an eye on Nico Collins. Keep an eye on him in Houston for the rest of said year, if you know what I mean. Also a cannibal pass. In L.A., when they beat down the Detroit Lions. That's right. Jerry Goff. Facing his old team. I'm sure he's so motivated. Matthew Stafford facing his old Both facing the old team. This is going to be crazy. And my guess is Matthew Stafford and the Rams take this one easily. Because even though I got just done earlier talking about how Detroit plays tough and all this and that, uh, they are in trouble against the Rams. Thoroughly. Thoroughly. But I want to check it out. I want to check it out. Make sure the Rams open up that cannibal backs on the Lions because you never know in a given Sunday. But as it stands now, how can you not go away from Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup? Huh? Need to get Robert Woods a little more. Bobby Trees, get some Bobby Trees involved a little bit more before he gets upset again. <laughs> and finally, San Francisco, Indianapolis. No Trey Lance for the San Francisco 49ers. He's dealing with an injury. Okay. So Jimmy G, which we kind of figured he's going to be rolling it till the end of the year, right? Unless he gets hurt again. Trey Lane's just not quite, just not quite showing enough that he's ready for that starting job. Not quite enough just yet. But I just feel like, I can't help but feel like this Niners team, they're just getting a little bit too much credit, I feel like. They're, they're not as good as a lot of people make them out to be. They've struggled this year. They haven't been some dynamic, forceful beast on offense. And they haven't been superior on defense. So they're just kind of meddling. And, you know, we know Trey Lance didn't quite do enough to nail down that starting job. Plus, he's hurt now. 
So you're going to have Jimmy G until whenever he gets hurt. I just start to think this is not going to be a playoff team. Meanwhile, the Colts are in a bad division, and they can make a run for it, and they're going to. feels like after all the turmoil, the injuries, all the different stuff happening to this group, they're playing well. They've come together, and they've played some good ball. And let's see if they can take the next step and keep climbing towards Tennessee. So I'm very interested from that game. For that game, I think Jonathan Taylor is going to have a big, big day again. He's uh, going against up against this. This. Uh, oh, I totally missed a game. I just realized I totally missed a Kansas whoop ass game. I'll get back to it. I'll go back. <laughs> anyway. Jonathan Taylor, yes. No T.Y. Hilton, as I mentioned. So could be a big Michael Pittman day once again. But I'm definitely looking at Jonathan Taylor as uh, another big day. Gets a 14th-ranked fresh defense of the 49ers. So that's where I'm sitting with that one. The Niners, Elijah Mitchell. I'm going to have my eyes on him. I'm going to be playing him. And as far as the rest of the night, I mean, you got to play Debo. But in that, I just Kittle's still an IR. I just the team's banged up. They're dealing with some shit. Dealing with some shit. I just don't think also that they're as good as they once were. So is what it is. But the other can of whoop ass game I was gonna mention was Tampa Bay and Chicago. Because I do think you can count on Tampa Bay to put up some points. Now the deal will be. Can Justin Fields and the Bears offense do anything else? Because it does seem like they're at least uh, they've at least got a better game plan for him and whatnot now. But it, eh, maybe they're kind of easing him into things. But um, it's going to be tough because Justin Fields not going to get a lot of help from the run game in this one. Khalil Herbert, as I said, once again starting in place of Daniel Lewis. But you know what? Not exactly. Not exactly. What you want to see? So Bucks, most likely Braille, <laughs> the poor Bears. Get you some Godwin Evans. I'm telling you, OJ Howard, baby. OJ Howard. Get some OJ Howard in that fucking tight end spot on, on DraftKings. <sighs> Could be awesome. Could be awesome. That's right. Like I said, for Chicago, I, I can't really trust anything here because the Bucks' run defense is so great. They're probably going to be stopping Herbert. And then you got Justin Fields trying to make plays. Got Allen Robinson banged up. Who knows? Who knows? But hopefully, everyone is good to go by Sunday. Because that would be great. We need for all these games. For all these games. We get, even though the slate, not the most fun. Right, got some ugly games on there, but like I said, we're gonna have some fireworks in Baltimore and Tennessee. I think we had we could have a good game between Philly and Vegas, and then I want to see these blowouts and how they help me out in daily fantasy, regular fantasy, all of that. Arizona against fucking Houston, holy shit! Seventy point spread, it makes sense. It makes sense. So yeah, that's that's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. End to end to end. We do need to say there there have been rumors about Deshaun Watson potentially going to Miami. Now, obviously, this is hard to, 
discuss because he's got a lot of shady shit going on. And now Congress is getting involved because Congress is kind of like, what the fuck is going on here? Were you this dude got in trouble and nobody else? Everybody's got questions. And if I was going to have to start ponying up some ants, it's just going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. Mm-mm-mm. And I don't even really want to talk about it because A, nothing's happened yet. And B, I, I just don't want to give attention to a piece of shit like Deshaun Watson. Yes, innocent until proven guilty. There's 20 some fucking women. Sorry for the, the alarm. There's 23 fucking women, 20 some fucking women. Mm. Yeah, I don't think he's getting cleared all of those. So, tis what it is, but it just seems ridiculous to me that Miami would even go through with it. But it sounds like their owner really wants a quarterback and they've already fucking decided that two is not it. So I really hope this isn't a Josh Rosen situation where he just gets replaced. But I hope two is able, whether it's to Miami, to Philly, whatever, I hope that he's able to find a team that will give him another chance, you know? He deserves a chance more than fucking Deshaun Watson. God damn. And it doesn't sound like Houston is into Tua. So it's what a clusterfuck. Yeah, go ahead and make the trade. Tua's going to go to a worse team, which will hurt his development. I really hope somebody gives another chance. Watson's going to go to Miami. All right, won't play for a while. And when he does, he's got no running back, shady offensive line. Receivers? Uh... <laughs> Oh, man. So it's great that that shit needs to get dealt with first, but eventually we're going to be talking about the on-field implications from everything and so far since this recording. None's gone down. So no worries. No worries. Yet. There's a very good possibility Watson's getting dealt. <laughs> Poor Tua. Poor Tua. The Dolphins should trade for Marlon. <laughs> no, really, they should just give more to Miles Gasket anyway. What a fucking mess those guys, the fucking Dolphins. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. Well, Madcaps, it's been a blast. The entire. Hope y'all enjoyed it. I really do. I really, really do. I know it's a little bit short, a little bit rough, and sometimes I just get all tongue twisted and blah, 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 blah. Y'all know the observation of week seven. So, once again, I'm the Mad Chatter Ryan MK, and keep on the lookout. Captain, Captain Aaron Stewart will be back with us very soon. So, bid you adieu for now. Have a great Sunday, man. Actually, good luck. Talk to you soon. Later, Mad Cats.